10 to 1, episode 158. Top 10 movie films of 2022. Movie films. Just tweak your little nose right there. Hollywood style video movies? Yeah. That was you. Uh, welcome to Nintendo One, the podcast where we're just dropping all the balls. Oh, actually, maybe that was me. <laughs> I don't know. Although I did it last week, and I was, yeah, we mixed it up last week, so. I don't welcome even know what you one. mean when you say, okay, you, this week you get to do the thing. I'm like, okay, <laughs> the thing is that I get to say the title, or is that I say episode such and such, so... Where the ratio I, of times Brian will say films instead of movies is 10 to 1. <laughs> oh, is that going to be the hallmark of, of this year? Is we're going to try to time in or tie in every, uh, every title. And it just so happens that my list <laughs> matches the sight and sound list exactly. It had better not. And then coming in at number one. We're going to have marital problems if the sight and sound <laughs> is figuring heavily on your list. We'll just have sight to see. Sight and sound sucks. We'll just, just have to see. keep that in mind. If it alliterates like that, it's true. Sight and sound stuns. <laughs> no. We'll just have to see. We we just got busy, as we've discussed last last episode. We and could have made it to 100 if we'd sure. wanted. We watched 94 movies. We just didn't want to. There came a, a point. Where it was we about were... 50 of the the ones that we had discussed in the the planning episode last year. So um, uh, I think we got through most of the uh, the sight and sound that we've been referencing, although they came out with a new list. So now we have a few more. I, I expect. And by we, I mean you. We're going to keep up with seeing the top ten on the sight and sound. You're the one Best who wants to list. go watch um, these lame movies that somebody's like, oh, it's art. It must be great. We watched some more famous directors. We rewatched some famous, uh, not famous directors, favorite directors. New movies and rewatches of favorite directors. Uh, of course, these lists are not rewatches. Uh, you can definitely mention favorite rewatch or rewatches for honorable mentions at mm -hmm. the end. And uh, when we do our favorite films of all time oh. it, in a few weeks. Okay, I was going to say, hey. In a few weeks. I already obsessed enough about this list. That obviously is going to be, uh, could be rewatches from, from this year. Mm. Um, but uh, this is new movies to us from... 2022 and uh i don't know uh, 94 I, I didn't count how many of those were rewatches maybe Not 20 20 30 uh, yeah 40 i bet we saw about 50 new ones so 10 out of 50 i bet we'll have three or four overlap and uh maybe yeah any any uh I, 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 we log on letterboxd Brian so did. this year... I didn't. Sure. Well, that's what we usually do. Well, you sometimes will log them. I dabble. But I don't know that you know... I guess if there's something you want to say about it. Uh, and it is handy. Uh, it was easy to go through the... Just look at like four and five star... Yeah. 
movies, which I won't have this year since we're not, or we won't, I won't have next year for this year because I decided you know to stop what? rating them. So. I'm going to make it a point to go on Letterboxd this year okay. and rate with stars every okay. movie that we watch. All I'm right. going to do that for you guys, the listeners, since Brian's intentionally throwing the ball on the ground. I don't yeah, think I'm that's shame you a metaphor. About... <laughs> I, well, I, I don't understand the metaphor. Well, He's you're, throwing you're the ball on the ground. You're not just dropping the ball. You're throwing it intentionally. You're... That's good, though. I'm playing basketball, and I'm dribbling. <laughs> All right. Why don't uh, I start with my number 10? You picked up juggling, not basketballing. 10 was tough. I'm I, pretty happy with my top nine. I could have put a few different movies in here. So oh. I went with... I way over overthought this. I I did not. I, I But I did think about my number 10 more than <laughs> I thought about some of the other numbers. I put Police Story which we saw for the first time last year and for the second time last year and for the... We didn't watch it a third time, did we? No, we didn't. Okay. We watched it and then maybe a week later, re- uh, we re-watched, we re-watched it, with, it with, with your mom. mom. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was still fun. It's uh, Jackie Chan's mm-hmm. directorial debut, maybe? Although I have, bad, I have a bad track record with saying if a film is a director's debut so maybe i maybe i shouldn't say that but uh a korean early korean jackie chan movie of course he does all his own stunts and uh the plot somewhat thin characters maybe somewhat thin but Not super fleshed out <laughs> but still fun but uh, uh yes all the all the uh, action and the, and the stunts, especially that he was doing. They're incredible. Yeah, top notch. So I'm going to stick that one in at number 10, Police Story. All right. Well, my number 10 is for the experience of it. It's Paddington 2. Ah. First off, it's a really good sequel, uh, which is rare uh, that you have a really good sequel. And then second, uh, it was something that we could watch all of us together as a family. Um, and it was just fun. Uh, like all the characters that it's, it's witty, it's cute. Uh, it was enjoyable the whole way through. I wasn't sitting there, uh, feeling like, oh, I want to get on my phone or, or, you know, multitask or whatever. I, I was loving every minute of it. Uh, and so were the girls, with the exception of Penny, who uh, partway through decided... Oh, I, I know when she decided she didn't like it. There was a prison scene. Uh, and oh, yeah. That she didn't like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like even the prison... tears didn't yeah, like I it. I know. <laughs> but even the prison scene was, like, very family-friendly and, and sure. not, you know, scary or anything like that. Uh, and it was just all so cute. Uh, so, great family movie, Paddington 2. That was my number 10. All right. My number 9 was the uh, the romantic comedy, Amelie. Oh, yeah. A French film from 2001. And uh, I, was, I was convinced that it was a 1990s film that uh 
that young Wes Anderson watched because it feels very Wes Anderson-y, but I thought it was much earlier. Um, but uh, turns out it was 2001, and uh, so just a uh, a similar aesthetic. But uh, yeah, um, the st- very stylistic, very very uh, mm, kind of dry, understated humor. Yeah. And uh, yep. Yeah, it's fun. Really liked it. I considered it, uh, but it didn't make my top ten. You can definitely see, um, or uh, like push, pushing daisies. Oh yeah, I think definitely took uh, inspiration. A lot of the the style of humor from this. Yep, yep. Uh, narration uh, and uh, kind of some uh, maybe some silly kind of uh, connections between different things that you can see that maybe the characters can't see. So yeah, that worked for me. So that was my number nine. Amelie. Right. My number nine is a romantic comedy that we watched called Bringing Up Baby, in ah, which, yes. is it Catherine Hepburn mm-hmm. um, and Carrie... Grant. Carrie Grant, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, they're uh, in charge of a leopard, a baby leopard, <laughs> and all the shenanigans that follow along with that, they're, they're so funny together. Uh I was I was in tears at one point. Uh, great movie. That was a fun one. Do you like this more or less than uh, the Philadelphia Story? I liked it with more. both of them. Okay, I think I like Philadelphia Story a little bit more, and it also has Jimmy Stewart. But bringing a baby, yeah, that uh, not on my list, but it was close. That's like eleven, twelve. Uh-huh. So. All right, so we're up to number eight, and I believe this one, I think this one Best Picture, or was nominated for Best Picture. In 1955, I guess it's a romantic comedy, but not really. It's Marty, starring Ernest Borgnine. Remember this movie? No. He's a butcher, and he lives with his his mom. Yeah. Oh, this is a cute movie. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> he's 34. And, and he's everybody's unmarried. asking, when are you going to get married? Yeah. He finally meets a girl and he's like, dogs like us, we're all right. <laughs> yes, you just kind of jumped right in there, didn't you? <laughs> you have to build up to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, it's really short. It's just an hour and a half. But uh, I wouldn't say that really short. 90 minutes is short. Really? Uh, it's, I think most movies are like an hour and a half. That's just average. I wish most movies were an hour and a half. Maybe most movies overall. I'd have to check the other ones on, on this list, but most movies coming out today seem like they're longer. Anyway. That's get, just because they're not no, as well made. There's no 90 minute uh, Marvel movies, for example. Hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. I wonder if Paddington is 90 minutes. All well, right, I'll so come back anyway, to it. So, so Marty, number eight. go look that one up. Uh, that one's a winner. Number eight. <laughs> My number eight is The Fortune Cookie, starring Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. We've watched a whole bunch of those. Oh uh, those... Uh, 
methyl lemon uh, mashups, which they're so they're so great together. Uh, they're good together. Their style of humor is really good. And it's good. the premise for this is. Uh, uh, one of the, one of the guys, uh, Lemon. He's he's a film, uh, a TV cameraman for, uh, he like he's recording a a football match and he accidentally gets, uh, run into and suffers a minor injury during a game and then his conniving brother-in-law convinces him to really milk it and, um. You know, they can get a lot of money out of this, actually. Um, and so he goes along with it, but then starts to have, uh, starts to feel bad. And uh, just the the conflict of interests uh, is really funny. And uh, just these two characters. Walter Matthau plays a sneaky, sly guy so well. Uh, I-, I loved watching them. They're really funny. So that's my number eight, The Fortune Cookie. I think this is one of the better mashups of the two of them. Oh, wow. I thought it was very forgettable. Oh. Will not be on my list. Even though I do like Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau. Paddington 2, 1 hour 44 minutes. But your overall point is right. There's I have three more movies on my list. Films that are shorter than... Marty, my number eight. On to number seven. My number seven, and I'm guessing this is going to be on your list, is Joe versus the Volcano. I considered it. It's not on my <laughs> okay. list. I but think I had really low expectations for this. It completely flopped. The director didn't direct anything until uh, last year or a couple years ago. So 30 years after this came out in 1990. And uh, was just out of Hollywood. But uh, I don't know. The, uh, Tom Hanks and, and uh, Meg Ryan in a fairy tale. Uh, you can definitely see, um, oh, like a, uh, he's got the, the director at his own style. Maybe a Coen Brothers-esque. Um, and uh, it's a shame he didn't uh, get to make anything else after this for 30 years. Because uh, uh, I thought it was charming and delightful. And that's my number seven, Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah, it, I mean, it was way better than expected. And yep. uh, it was it was cute. Uh, it was funny. It's not a top ten. Yep, it's a top seven even. It's way better than the fortune cookie. <laughs> that's for sure. Some people just have no class, no taste. Oh, All right, my number seven. About Walter Matthau? <laughs> my number seven is Room, starring Brie Larson. Yeah. Um, and this is a story. It's a little bit of a hard, hard one to watch. Um, mm-hmm. it's about a woman who is kidnapped and then held prisoner in a, in a room, uh long enough for her to give birth to a baby and then he's five years old now. Um so uh it's it shows their life, it shows her attempts at escape. Um it's very it, it's it's gonna give you all the emotions. 
Um, but it's really, really good. And I highly recommend it. That is a really good movie. We always, um, it's always a discussion when you're rating something like how subjective versus objective mm-hmm. you're being. And I think I, if I'm being objective, that's probably a better movie than the the four that I've mentioned objectively. Not on my list, but probably he I, says, I'm not uh, probably better. But than you Joe are correct. The this is a good movie, uh, especially the uh, the boy that acted in it. Oh, the boy was so should good. Have, uh, yeah. He should have got some sort of award nomination. All right. So that's my number seven, Room. Uh, Brie Larson was good too, but you kind of expect that from an adult. So, Yeah, when kids are really good actors, <laughs> and, and this yeah, kid was incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So number six. Now, I think, I think we would both agree that this one is objectively better than Room, and that's this is Spinal Tap. No. The 1984. Come on. This is Christ- Monty Python. Christopher Guest. This is... That is Michael that McCain. type of movie. Rob Reiner. I sat through it it's... with you. Because I'm it is committed similar. to our marriage, and I love you, and I hope you appreciate that. It is similar in style to a Monty Python However, I would say it's better than Monty Python because it's it is silly. There's that layer of it, but then, like you, even though these guys are idiots, so it's it's a uh, this is a really early mockumentary, maybe the first mockumentary. Maybe I'm not sure if this invented the genre or not, but uh, a, f- a fictional documentary on these uh, rock stars and. Um, <laughs> Like it's, it's ridiculous and over the top and silly, and you're laughing at these guys mostly because they're idiots. But then, somehow he pull he twists it around, and by the end of the movie, you're cheering for them. Like (laughs) yes, like you actually you're fond of these guys. (laughs) You're on their side. You want them to succeed, brother. And uh, yeah, this is. I, I wish I had seen this one much it did earlier. Have, it did have a good joke in there. I will give it that. It had one really good joke about the drummer. Oh, yeah, the the continuing joke that their drummers keep dying. Yes. And, the, and then the follow-up towards the end with their current drummer. Right. You don't like uh, this, this goes up to 11? <sighs> That's a great joke. Yeah, it's a great line. It, again, it's Monty Python. It's great to quote from. Not great to watch. <laughs> I I loved it. My number six. This is Spinal Tap. My number six is very classy. Okay. It's Rushmore. <laughs> Whoa. Which is I can't the Wes Anderson like this one movie. So much. Oh man, I hated the kid in this, but <laughs> yes. it's so good to watch. <laughs> you is. can't look away. It is. Oh man, oh, it's man. this uh, precocious. He, he he he's not even in high school. He's like a middle schooler, right? And and like he's hitting on. Uh, I think it's a high school. Is he okay? Like very early high school though, like uh, ninth or tenth. Maybe. No, he's uh he's doing all he can to stay out of college. I think. Uh, 
Like he's repeated the same grade a couple Isn't... times on purpose because he's like, and he's creating all of these uh, uh, committees and and yeah. uh, extracurricular things because he's all he, like he's really smart and he's all about the extracurriculars and not into any of the actual assignments and stuff. Um, and at one point he finds a book uh, and there's a quote in it that's circled or highlighted or whatever. And he tracks down who who made that note, and it turns out it's a lovely lady teacher. And so he starts, like, the rest of the movie is him trying to woo her. And it's so messed up. Um, but it's so good. It's got Bill Murray in there, too. And yeah. like, he and Bill Murray are competing <laughs> for the affections of this woman. <laughs> it's It's really funny. And the whole time you're going to be like, this this kid is so awful. Uh, and you're still going to watch it because it's so great. So my number six is Rushmore. And that was a Wes, Han- Wes Anderson film, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, this is the one. I'll be shocked if this is not on your list. This is the one that I got in trouble for saying. I, I think this is the one where, that I said was. Uh, his debut. His debut. Yeah. And then Clint called me out on it and said, I'm. I'm rewriting history, and I forgot about Bottle Rocket, which we haven't seen. And um, so, there, there's that. Sorry, Clint. Add <laughs> uh, that to your list of many sins. That is a good movie, and seriously, I have, oh, I'm not saying okay. one or the other. But I, what I am saying is, I have a a Wes Anderson film next up for my number five but it's not Rushmore it's Fantastic Mr. Fox I considered this but this was more your style of humor than mine man I mean it's it's good so good it's good but like I kept watching it and thinking man I sure hope the kids don't pick up anything bad from from this any any wrong behaviors just because of the way he treats everybody I feel like that's I realize at some point they won't be affected by everything that they watch, but I don't think we're out of that stage yet. I mean, what did they pick up from this? I don't know. Nothing. So I was good. My uh, it, it was good. My I my mean, fears were unfounded. Are you worried when they when they hear a Bible story about I don't know. David cl- cutting off Goliath's head and they're gonna yeah, go I cut mean... off people's heads. <laughs> Or, or Hansel and Gretel pushing the witch into the, the oven. I guess it's actually Gretel. She's really the hero of that story. <laughs> Gretel pushing the witch into the into the oven. I mean... I don't know. I you'd forget. have to be a, kind of a dumb kid to, <laughs> to apply stories very literally. I forget. There was something like as I was watching it and I was like, I don't know. Uh, kids, stop listening to that. I, uh, I don't know. I... Sure. I understand. But I think it it's a, a common v- sentiment that I disagree with <laughs> <laughs> to view stories. It is a very clever movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean we don't we didn't want to become drug dealers after watching Breaking Bad. I guess maybe a, a child would. Anyway. You know what? So Fantastic Mr. Fox. Let it be put on my tombstone that she cared too much. (laughs) She tried too hard to protect her children, to 
to she smothered them raise shut up she she just <laughs> looked over their shoulder i will end this podcast <laughs> right now <laughs> uh, so we read the book fantastic mr fox it's okay i'm i'm a roald doll fan this is one of the weaker ones that i've read and uh, it definitely feels it feels almost like a rough draft. He never really shows why Mr. Fox is fantastic. Um, there's no there's no surprises or or anything uh, clever. It's just um, uh, the fox gets trapped, and the fox digs a hole out of the trap. <laughs> that's how that he's so fantastic. <laughs> so, which you know, that's fine. But uh, but Wes Anderson, I I put in my letterboxed review. The book feels incomplete because Wes Anderson didn't finish writing the story until 40 years later. Um, yeah. It, I love the stop motion and um, all the voices are good. And the Wes Anderson style in an animated movie really works. So this is my number five. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Well, while we're riding the Wes Anderson train, yep. let me just put another one out there. My number five is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's is... my number four. Oh, <laughs> this, so is, this is uh, Coen Brothers, though. Oh, really? Not Wes Anderson. Crap. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, well, they have... No worries, I get them confused, the... too. Yeah, yep. because they're both they're all so clever yeah uh, this has yep. uh what's his name from oceans 11 george um, clooney that guy how and uh like you know the... who the tall one is right <sighs> the uh the tall prisoner the one... sidekick that goes with him right is uh john torturo who we've been watching oh, on, on Severance. On Severance, yeah. I so. see it now, yeah. yeah. And then the <laughs> other guy was on the that set of Western movies. Yep, yep. he's Western, a Buster Scruggs. Yeah, Buster Scruggs, the, the, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Right. Which is also uh, Cohen. Another Cohen Brothers. Brothers? Yep. Or is that... That one's Cohen. Is that single Cohen at that point? Because uh, I think they might be doing... Some projects on their own at this oh, point. Guys, or, don't or one up. of them's You're taking so a break. Together. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is my number four. This is really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Funny. It's uh, a homage to the I Iliad. Odyssey. To the Iliad, I say. Very close. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going on a, a voyage to get back to his wife. Running gags. Like, uh, Odysseus. Yep, yep. And you can tell the actors had so much fun with this this movie. Or they were acting like it. Yep. But, like, <laughs> you feel like you're having a lot of fun. It's a very fun movie. As you're going on this yep. journey. So. Yep, music's great. Oh, great music. I remember yeah. my when this came out, my parents bought the soundtrack, which they did for probably... Two movies. Well, so what was the other one? I know we had the Master and Commander, Far Side of the World soundtrack. Not sure if we had any others. Those are both pretty good soundtracks. Yeah, I I like this one a lot, and I think uh, speaking of my parents, I think this is uh, one of my dad's two or three favorite movies. Yeah. Last time I talked to him, so I wouldn't mind rewatching that this year. Yeah. Oh, brother, where art thou? Well, maybe we need to get to some other 
some other Coen Brothers films before yeah. we go back and start rewatching them. Oh, we should do a she. We should watch them all and rate them like we yes. didn't do with the Christopher Nolan movies. We got halfway through that. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> well, that was your number five, my number four. So, what's your number four? After a brother, where art thou? My number four is the Batman. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, this is high. I did not expect to like this as much. And we, what was it? We watched all three Batman uh, movies by Christopher Nolan. And yep. then we we're like, yeah, let's see what, uh, I forget who the other director is. Yeah, that guy. Um, what Matt other... Reeves? Yeah, I'm Reeves. And so uh, I was, maybe it's like with your your movie where you had Joe versus the volcano where you had really low expectations yeah Matt Reeves um I could be I just expected it to be okay and this is so good uh it I'm sure it could be shorter uh but mm-hmm. um I felt like each character did their part really well it was pretty fleshed out and uh that guy that you just always want to punch him in every movie that he's paul in, dano <laughs> great oh yes, he's so paul good dano, most punchable face in hollywood yeah he hasn't um yeah who knew matt reeves so he directed a couple of the uh, new planet of the apes movies cloverfield a couple movies I haven't heard of. So yeah, who knew? I do wish you said it was it was really long. It was really long. I wish, even if they had to slash half the budget, I wish this were a, like an HBO Max miniseries. Mm. Um, instead, because uh, yeah, it was long, but I, I also really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that was my number four, the Batman. And some of it probably could have been fleshed out whereas in the movie i don't know if there's a purpose for having let's say penguin other than uh-huh. it was really fun to see yes. uh, uh what's see his name colin model? farrell in undis- uh unrecognizable in penguin makeup yeah yep all the all the acting was good in it um and, and they're making another one of those so uh, robert pattinson another another hit from uh from uh, our pats on to number so that was your number three wow i can't believe it that was my number four the batman yeah your number four the batman my number three because i'm 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 going first so it's my number three yeah i i was thinking about rearranging it right here but we're gonna go with what i've got number three the Passion of Joan of Arc, oh. a 1928 silent film. This was really good. Uh, the music. So I heard some, or I read somewhere that the music, uh, like you can see it in some places, or you used to watch, have to watch it without the uh, that certain music, or the original music, I, I assume. And uh, that's hard for hard for me to believe because that that was a huge part of it the music very striking uh all of the um uh like weird close-up some people's faces and um i don't know the the creepy kind of off um 
uh, sort of some of the the events of of her interrogation and uh, and then her martyrdom. I don't think I'm I'm spoiling anything from uh, 600 years ago uh, that uh, that she's martyred. And uh, so, uh, any any thoughts on Joan of Arc? Was she? Do you think she saw visions of? Of uh, would she say she saw visions of visions of God, or I'm, was she just a crazy, uh, crazy peasant? I'm sure she was a wonderful woman, but the movie was very forgettable. Oof. This might be the best silent film that I've seen. Oh, no, it's it was not. It's really good. I I don't know how many silent films we've seen. Oh, I know I can think of one for sure. Okay. It's way better that we watched last year was and it didn't make my list, but it probably should have cuz it's five star. It's The General with Buster Keaton. I like The General. Um I like Buster Keaton. But, I like Charlie Chaplin. Man. But uh nope. This was I I did not enjoy watching this. I'm not going to say I enjoyed it. Well, it's not no, a, it was. It was. I mean, I wasn't sitting there in awe of no. the stunning visuals and the the extraordinary yeah. musical score. It was very None striking. of that impressed me. None of that struck me. The feel of that movie, I've never. I did not feel from that movie. I mean, it's it's a 95 year old movie, and it's. I th- I thought it was It sure is geriatric. Uh surprisingly uh, it's sufi- it surprisingly did not feel dated. If uh if I can say that for a silent black and white film. You can't. <laughs> but uh I don't know. Felt very real. It didn't feel like a, a no, stage didn't. performance or a uh I don't know. Just people acting. I guess. I don't know. This one really hit me. The Passion of Joan of Arc. My number three. Well, I'm glad something hit you. <laughs> wow. What's your number three? Paddington three? <laughs> What's better than The Passion of Joan of Arc on your list? <laughs> and that was just for the moment. I'm pretty proud of it. My number three. Was police is police story too? Are you? <laughs> because and all the things I would that like you to said swear right poli- now <laughs> about police story, except it was even the second one's even better. The second one is so not I, remember better. How I said sequel, uh, better sequels yes, are rare. They are as good. Very this rare. Is one of them. Also, you said that for a movie that you have not seen, the first movie of. Paddington 2, you have not seen I pa- have seen the first Paddington. Oh, okay. When did you see Paddington? Oh, well, let me look up the year that I watched it. I don't know, but did I have seen it. you watch it with it. the kids? Yes. Okay. Without me. Uh, yes, because I didn't think you'd be interested. Who knows? That is the- no, I guess no, no, you would have don't- had to ask to know. <laughs> don't you even start. <laughs> like, when I... I watched Sonic the Hedgehog without you because I'm yep. pretty sure this is the type of movie oh. you're not going to like. You're 50-50, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got Jim Carrey in it. Speaking of 50-50, just like not love that? the Police Story franchise is 50-50. Good movies. It's and... even better. Even better stunts. Everything's oh, no. a little more... You talked about how things are a little thin in the first one. Well, yeah. they've got time to flesh it out a little more. 
They tried and, uh, tried to uh, have more better plot. jokes and and, and it's funnier. What's a what's a stunt you remember from Police Story Two? I remember him uh, doing the. Uh, I remember several. Uh, there's one where he crashes through a sign, and like he's jumping up up onto the top of a store from a moving truck, and he crashes through a glass sign, uh, and he managed to survive that. And then there's another one where he is on the phone. He's in a, a swivel rolling chair and he's uh, balancing several phones all at once. And That's from the first uh, one? No, that's from the second one. And then... That's from the first one? Absolutely the second one. And he's uh, uh, hitting the pencil up to himself. Mm-hmm. Second one. That's on the first movie. And what there's a, f- a fight in a restaurant um, where he's uh, leaping over chairs and using them to deflect bad guys and stuff. Ma'am. So. Oh, oh, there's the scene at the end where they're fighting that big warehouse and he's climbing up uh, these metal poles in the back of a staircase. Um, a lot of really awesome stunts. I can do more, but I fear we must continue on with the show. We'd better. I'm very afraid. My number three, excellent movie, Police Story 2. Jackie Chan outdid himself. Oh, it's no Police Academy 4. <laughs> uh, I, don't think, I don't think our listeners are going to get that reference. I went ahead and put, for my number two, The Godfather. Part two, and uh, I'm I'm gonna wait to discuss it until we get to my number one. Um, no points for guessing why. <laughs> so, what's your number two? <laughs> my number two is uh, I think you're gonna be surprised by this one. Oh, it's boy. Boyhood. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a movie where they followed a family or or, or well, they followed these actors around. Sure. For 10 years, and they did snippets every year. Um, and it follows a plot, and it, and like, you get really invested in these people. Not just the boy referenced in Boyhood, but like the mom, the dad, the sister, uh, all these intertwining characters. Uh, oh man, this is such a unique movie. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. My number two, Boyhood. I liked Boyhood. Um, I think the it is kind of a uh, uh, what you call it. It is kind of a gimmick. It's a gimmick that works, but um, I don't know. I think the 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 kid does not grow up to be a very interesting person. <laughs> The boy does not grow up to be a very interesting, which I mean, he's he's in college at the end, so fair, none of us were very interesting sure. people at that point. Fair enough. Maybe that's part of the. Maybe that's one thing that the movie means <laughs> is that this kid is not very interesting, um, and maybe none of us are at that point. But uh, no, yeah, it is. It is moving to see people age in the movie 
uh, in the course of of the film. Yeah, I liked it too. I I uh, I don't think we've seen any other Richard Linklater movies, so hopefully uh, hopefully some of the others uh, that I'm sure we will check out will also work for us. But to go boy- back to Boyhood just for a minute, like, it wouldn't be interesting if they were doing the the makeup like you do in a normal a normal film to try and make it look like the actors are aging. I don't think this would be at all interesting uh, in that case. So I guess that's why I was saying it, it is it is a gimmick. Um so um yeah, but it, it is a good movie and I I support you putting this on your list in the number 2 spot. Thumbs up for me. Would you do you, do you It's a little late in the game to be supportive. <laughs> what do you think about that? Would this be a good movie? Like if they'd use different actors to play the kid? Or no. like do you think it would be interesting or No, like part of it I think that's kind of the whole thing is Oh, I see. No, it's still a good movie even even without it. Cuz okay. I I enjoyed it for the the plot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, think... I got really invested in the f- in each character mm. and what was going on. I did, I did. <laughs> it did trigger my dad, uh, my dad sensibilities, like when he's lo- like looking at his phone while he's driving, or <laughs> things like that. Just like uh, something really bad is going to happen at the end of this movie. This idiot's kid's going to get himself killed. <laughs> Yeah. Or something. So yeah. No, it it uh it felt very real and uh uh it's a good movie. So number two for you mm-hmm. Boyhood. Number one for me, the Godfather. And unless we have a crossover, I'll go ahead and talk about mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> I liked it. Well, They're the both Godfather. good movies. They're just They're both fine. very good movies. We've finally seen The Godfather. It's a guy's movie. Finally seen The Godfather Part 2. Yeah, but you can't just dismiss it by saying it's a guy movie. I mean, uh, like that doesn't make it not a good movie. Or film. Doesn't make it not a good <laughs> film. <laughs> you try to, you keep trying to be highbrow. I mean. Bless uh, your heart. So, I do like the first one better. It's hard to beat Marlon Brando and um, the cats on my keyboard. So I don't have, I don't have it pulled up anymore. But um, if I can get back to the Godfather. All right. The cat is <laughs> falling off the table. <laughs> um, yeah, so the so Godfather. Ridiculous. Like it's it's slow to start. It's uh, it's very much just uh, like straightforward. A lot of talking, and uh, but Marlon Brando and Al Pacino, who I didn't even recognize because it's young Al Pacino with baby fat, <laughs> and I've only seen grizzled old Al Pacino. 
What have you seen um, him in? Uh, let's see. He was in Heat. He's the, the oh, police detective he, he in Heat. Is. Yeah. And um, he's in. Um, uh, he's in Glen Gary, Glen Ross, which is kind of in the middle of those two. He's that a, movie he's that a little I bit loved. older. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I think we've seen him maybe in something else small but those are the main two Um, and uh, uh, yeah I mean all all the acting the plot this is a plot that I was completely interested in and um, I don't know and it is always interesting again uh uh, Breaking Bad is an easy comparison for this this type of thing where you've got this these villains that are very interesting, complex people, and sometimes in a story you need to portray good versus evil, and the idea that, uh, like in a fairy tale, like we were talking about earlier, where Hansel and Gretel are good, the witch is evil. You don't need. Uh, uh, you don't need to know why she work. turned we- evil. Yeah, you don't need a tragic backstory for the the evil witch. Sometimes you you want that. Sometimes you do want the the tragic backstory. And uh, man, yeah, Godfather's so good. Godfather Part Two. I wouldn't argue with anyone who said it's it's better. Also very good. And uh, I remember I, I'd forgotten that Robert De Niro uh, played a young. Um, Vito Corleone and so I remember uh, when we sat down to start this one I was thinking ah oh, man no uh, no uh, oh man what's his face <laughs> no Marlon Brando like oh this is there's no way this is going to be as good because no Marlon Brando oh yeah that's right Robert De Niro I forgot and so uh, yeah I don't think we're going on to, to Godfather part three I think we'll stop where we are but uh those are my two favorite movies that I saw in 2022, The Godfather and The Godfather Part Two. So, Melissa, we've come to your number one. Are you going to shock us again? Is this uh, going to be another one out of left field, or is this uh, something that I could probably guess if I would yeah, go look at Yeah, why don't you try to guess it? I think it's not a crossover, so not a movie that I've already mentioned. Am I correct? You are correct. Okay. Let me just... Scroll through real quick and see if there are anys, any uh, any ones that jumped out at me. Look at the ones that I considered. I'm not seeing a lot of movies jump out that uh, that were ones that I considered that you would also put. Um, you'd already seen A Room with a View. I know you like that one, mm-hmm. but it's not a new movie. Uh, or I would have guessed that. Uh, I don't know. Uncle Buck. <laughs> I mean, we liked I Uncle like Buck. John Candy, but <laughs> no, of the two of, of the three John Candy movies we watched, I I actually thought Armed and Dangerous was the funniest. Of the okay, three. okay, I did like, but Uncle, Uncle Buck, Buck was was fun too. Better than Armed and Dangerous, but that was also fun. Uh, I I really don't know. All right. Well, my number one is Seven Samurai, and this is oh, highbrow I for- enough. I forgot 
to please even you, I, I would I skipped think. over this because this was a rewatch yeah, for me, exactly. but new for you. No, this I is... I should have, if I had seen that, yeah. This is fantastic. Yeah. This is... Wasn't it good? Yeah. Oh, man. So, I'd only ever seen uh, The Magnificent Seven uh, before I'd, I'd watched... And the remake. And the crap uh, remake. Seven. And crap is such a, a nice term for this. Um, but... Uh, and I, but I really liked the the Western cowboy one, uh, the original Magnificent Seven, and I knew it was based off of of Seven Samurai, but the fact that it was black and white and it's all in subtitles, those are two big uh, immediate. But those mm-hmm. used sure. to be immediate, uh, sure, uh, points for me. But I've come sure. around on that, on that this year. Mm. I'm I'm not so opposed to that anymore. Um, cause we watched several foreign language films this yeah, year and uh, there were several that I really liked. Yep. Uh, Police Les story. Sa- yeah. Les Samurai. I really liked that yep. one. This um, is Spinal Tap. No. British. That- <laughs> British, British English. The trip. I'll take that one. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amelie. Um, yep. yep. So, and then the fact that it's three hours long too, um, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. I was like, oh man. It's this is another one of those boring ones that Brian thinks right. will enrich my life and I'll have to sit through it with him as a good loving wife. Uh and I was so surprised by how incredible this is. Good soundtrack, good uh I think it's really well paced. Mm. I don't think it's too long. Uh I wanted more by the end mm. of it. Yeah. Um which is, I think, that's saying something. And, yep. uh, like, each character uh, you like for different reasons. They each bring something different to the show, the, the story. Mm-hmm. And I had more to say, but I'm not really, I can't really think of it right now. We also it's, we it's did really rewatch good. Magnificent Seven. We oh man, that was such a disappointment mm. this time around. Yeah, because now I was comparing it sure to uh, Seven Samurai, and it was it was so so sadly lacking. Yeah, I do like. Um, I I agree. Seven Samurai is better. I didn't think Magnificent Seven was as bad as. Uh, it's 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 also good there's things i like in it but yeah i don't know no, i understand being disappointed no character felt fleshed out in magnificent mm. seven and sure. each character is is so good in seven samurai it's true they, i mean they are a little bit archetypical you've got the 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 strong silent leader mm-hmm. the the right his right hand man who's kind of the, a little bit of a comic uh-huh. character and you've got the guy that throws knives like you don't always, or the the young hothead, right? Yeah, I so, mean you do have some of that, but also need, it. Yeah. Sometimes it's a type instead of a. It wasn't. It. It wasn't a caricature though. Like it no, was. No, no. Like it felt more of that. Oh, and I was and, talking about the the American. Um, I know. I was, it, I was defending it a little bit that. Yeah. But, I agree. I do agree with you. I mean. The American one has the old Brenner, so there's that. Your favorite. 
Handsomest man in Hollywood. Hmm. Smoothest pate in Hollywood. (laughs) I can't help it. It's okay. He's dead. (laughs) You don't have to be jealous of a dead man. Don't worry. I've never been jealous of (laughs) Yul Brynner, of all people. Of all people. I don't even know if he's one of the seven handsomest men in... In uh, The Magnificent Seven. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. I would say he's one of the top seven. You wouldn't take uh, uh, who's the villain on Magnificent Seven. (laughs) Who plays the ugly on the good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) Hey, we should watch that again this year. Yeah, that is a good one. We could watch that trilogy again. Yeah. I bet I'd take some of the villagers over Yul Brynner. (laughs) You're so bad. If we were Come ranking them. Yeah. Well, sorry. James Garner is up there. Uh, or no, did I get him mixed up again? Is James Garner Maverick? James Arness is on know. Magnificent Seven? I don't know. Mm. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I take both of them over Yul Brynner. So, uh, honorable mentions. Number one. number one. An excellent Seven choice. Samurai. If that were a first time watch for me. That, that that would be way up there for me. Uh, way up there. I'd have to think about it. That would be my number one, too. Uh, so, yeah, Bringing a Baby, Rushmore, I considered both of those. Those were both close. Um, the General, Buster Keaton, The Great Dictator, Charlie Chaplin, uh, The Hudsucker Pro. It was good. Uh, yeah, most. I, I don't expect it to have a broad appeal to the... Um, to the uh, uh, the peons, you listeners out there, I'll just lean into the lean into uh, insulting everyone. Brian, <laughs> it's not an enjoyable You're movie. You're gonna lose us it's all right. three of our listeners. <laughs> it is really long and in that kind of uh, long, boring uh, style film, um, but it is good. It is good. Uh, Tremors was fun. Yeah, wasn't it? Much, you mocked this for I did. so long. It was much more fun. I, yeah. I was telling somebody, I really wish that uh, my parents had checked this out on VHS from Blockbuster when I was a kid, because this could have been a, a family favorite, I think. Big Trouble in Little China, similar. Oh. I really like that one a lot. Oh, it's a really... I could see that being a, a family favorite if I can sneak that one into the yeah, girls. No. Uh, viewing no, you were at not some allowed point. to. You're, you can't you can't uh, be over their shoulder every minute. We'll talk about it. You'll be out of town I'll, at some I'll, point. To, to quote you, <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> at some point you'll be out of town at some ladies thing and... And I'm taking them with while me. While the cat's away. The, the ladies. mice will watch Big Trouble in Little China. And Tremors. I'm trying... Well, no, they can watch Tremors all they want. We watched uh, some some more... Uh, Studio Ghibli movies mm-hmm. liked all those Porco Rosso, Ponyo, mm-hmm. Kiki's Delivery Service, Paddington Two. You mentioned the Batman. Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind was just oh okay. yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that one was one of their first, maybe their first. And it had pretty agree. music. The art is obviously good. Yeah, but that's agree. That's always the case. Agree. But the others yeah. are other three were better. What else? What other ones did you consider? All right. Um, I my number eleven was Aliens. Oh yeah, I liked Aliens. I'm surprised that wasn't anywhere on your radar. Uh, I like Alien better than Aliens. I think is where I come down on that. Uh, I liked 
Le Samurai and yep, yep. Donnie Darko. Yep, um, yeah, thought about that one. Armed and Dangerous, of course. <laughs> uh, so that one's a terrible movie, but very funny. It's or very fun. It's so bad. Not even very funny, but it's but made me laugh a lot. We sure did laugh. Yeah. Like it could be my favorite two and a half star movie. It's so good. If we're if we're doing the it's numbers, it's so bad. It's good. It's John Candy. Yeah, yeah. That isn't always. Not Who, always. Who's, who's Harry Crumb was. Yeah, but was pretty hard to watch. But he was great Sorry, in this John. one. Yep. This gun is only legal in two states, <laughs> and this ain't one of them. <laughs> That's a good line. Oh boy. Any others? Is that, that pretty uh, yeah, much do for you? You've mentioned most of the others. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you want to mention any any quick uh, uh, re if there are any rewatches? Uh, let me pull up your, your you letterboxed. Well, I liked yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life is still yep. Yeah. yeah, you cannot go wrong. And so far, we haven't. Uh, let's see. Re- we rewatched Brief Encounter right at the end of the year. Oh, you know what? It was a first time watch. Kind Hearts and Coronets. Yep, yep. You guys should check this out. This is Alec Guinness playing the playing eight different parts. Yeah, it's and fine. He's, he's great. He is great. Uh, that one also is kind of a a gimmick, but it's worth a watch. Still fun. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. Uh, yeah, that one's still good. Doctor Zhivago. Not, not still good. Yeah. Oh man, okay. Edge of Tomorrow. That used to be one of my favorite movies, and we rewatched it, and boy, did it not hold up. So sad. Uh, Hello, Dolly. Yeah. We rewatched. Yeah, that was. I think a lot that was my first watch. Star Wars. I haven't seen that in years, and that was so good. And Mary Poppins. Oh yeah, man! I love Mary Poppins. I, that I think of all the rewatches, that's I'm gonna say that's my favorite. Yeah, Seven Samurai, Mary Poppins. Uh, let's see. I liked Cool Runnings. That was nice. Nice family yeah. f- film. Mm. Uh, Citizen Kane. Twelve Angry Men. Still great. Citizen Kane is still boring. Singing in the Rain. Still great. But it was a little less boring now that I'm an adult. So Stalker that. did not get Stalker. Oh, Stalker! We watched Star Wars with Lydia. Oh, and you know Empire Strikes Back with Lydia. Here's a first time. Those were good. A first time watch was Enchanted April. Yeah, uh, you guys should good. read the book read and the then book. go watch the movie. Uh, let's see which which year is the one that we watched. I. Uh, uh, the, it's only from really... 1991. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really great. Rewatched Groundhog Day. Still mm-hmm. still great. Still, yeah. Rewatched the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Mm. At some point we'll rank those Christopher Nolan movies if we can if we can rewatch. Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. I'm yep. surprised. I still like You've Got Mail. I'm surprised my dinner with Andre was not on your list. It's a rewatch. Oh, so okay. I, I do really like <laughs> My dinner Dodge with Andre. Bullet. Will it make my top ten movies? Oh, babe, no, please. Of all time, tune please, in. Please, God, in a no. couple weeks. No. Uh, the Swan Princess we watched with the girls. That one's still fun. Gone with the wind. Gone with Megamind. the wind. Oh, we showed Megamind to the girls for the first time. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I see some movies we didn't like, 
and Tenet did not like. Yeah, but Tenet was not the worst movie that I saw last year. We'll get to that after the after the credits. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, fine. Yeah. Maybe overrated. A little overhyped. Yep. But it was good. Uh, 310 to Yuma remake with uh, Christian Bale. and I didn't know that was a remake. Yeah, I don't know who's in the original, but there's an older, back when they were making a bunch of westerns. Uh, Russell Crowe, also in that one. That was, was good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a western with Christian Bale and Russell Crowe. Yeah. It was a fine movie. Um, rewatched 2001, A Space Odyssey, with the girls this time. Although, uh, not Lydia, not her oldest. The younger ones were just kind of wandering in. They'd watch for a bit. Thank you for doing that without me. It was, uh, I think maybe I liked it a little bit more than the first time. I still don't really get that one. We we rewatched just... When Harry Met Sally. Uh, Yeah, I still like that movie a lot. When Harry Met Sally is a great movie. That's probably the best rom-com, I'm going to say. Dial M for Murder. That one still held up. Coherence. Still liked. We watched Benny and June. Yeah. That you'd been been wanting to watch. Fine. I mean, it's got the... Does it have the best opening and closing song? Dun, 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 <laughs> do, 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 <laughs> Which is the Proclaimers. Dun, dun, dun. When I wake up, well, I know I'm gonna miles. be. I'm gonna be the man who's waking next to you. Do, do. Yeah, they, they made the right choice to feature that. Uh, at the beginning and the ending you could start well and end well yeah in the middle you know yeah maybe you'll forget about it <laughs> it was fine it was it was all right i think that's about it except for the, the really terrible things we saw so why don't we uh oh how the grinch stole christmas we we rewatched both of both the cartoon and the jim carrey oh the jim carrey one it was so great that one's still a, definitely a guilty pleasure i don't Guys. I'm married to the Grinch. I really am. <laughs> I quote a lot from the Grinch, but I don't feel like I am the Grinch. You, for the record, you quote the Grinch. I am the Grinch. Hmm. And so we complete each other. <laughs> don't think that's fair either. But <laughs> well, you certainly call me the Grinch often enough. I've decided I might as well embrace it. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Why don't you tell them? Tell the fine folks. I told them last week. It's I'll your tell turn. the fine folks. You find fine folks out there. You can uh, you can send us feedback. Hey, we're real people. You can email us tto at coser k o s e r dot us. You can go to our website tto dot k o s e r dot us slash one five eight. You can leave a comment, and uh, you better start leaving those comments because uh, I'm not going to keep paying for this. We got comments last week. This comment service on the thread. Did and we? Oh yeah! Oh, and we Lindsay? did. We did. My sister Lindsay, bless her, for trying to make it worth our while to pay for this. <laughs> and she we got, left some great comments. We got a lot of uh, got a, a lot of love for our new line of merchandise, geriatric chickens. Right. If we ever start selling that, we're going to sell at least two T-shirts. What? A lot, I say. Uh, Lindsay said. She'd love to hear an episode on homeschooling. Uh, I, w- I think we could definitely get to that this year. She said uh, uh, cost of eggs oh. getting so high. You've got to have your own chickens. And uh, 
then she said for uh, for work uh, related to workouts uh, that she prefers weightlifting because you can do a quick workout half an hour and she recommends uh, the book bigger leaner stronger uh, there's also a women's edition thinner leaner stronger because women don't want to be bigger women want to be thinner that's what the marketers told the book the the, uh, the authors on I'm just passing the message along. Just, just the messenger. Um, and she uh, recommended Facebook Marketplace for finding used weights at a discount. Go check in February, she said, after everyone's given up on their New Year's resolutions for exercising. I think that's, that's an excellent suggestion. So thank you, Lindsay, for your feedback. Leave your own feedback. Let us know what were your favorite movies you saw last year. Why... We have terrible taste in movies to put The Godfather and Seven Samurai as our number one when we should have actually put, uh, I don't know, whatever you like that we didn't see. Give us some recommendations and some uh, little criticisms. Sorry and for all the thumbs. It's the cat playing it's the around the Time to wrap this up. <laughs> Hit us out. Well, I was going to also mention some of the feedback that we got on Facebook, all which right. is... Uh, our friend Judy, she said she's so excited for when we get chickens. She wants to follow along with us, uh, follow our story. Uh, and so you, uh, I have a big fan already waiting for when we get chickens. Um, and then uh, our friend Rachel, she recommended we get goats, and that's a no. Uh, but we do want to try getting, well, and by we, I mean me, uh, but... I'm sure I can pull Brian along with me on this uh, to get meat rabbits. And um, she said, uh, by way of encouragement uh, with with, uh, New Year's resolutions and how I never seem to match up, that a friend of hers calls them New Year intentions rather than resolutions. Because her friend. Brian, be kind. (laughs) Hmm. Because she says she intends to do the things, but they may not happen. And I like that, Rachel. Thank you. That, I think I will start calling them intentions. That's actually the same thing with goals. It's just because goals might not happen also. So I'll throw that out there and leave it there. I'm sure your friend is very lovely, Rachel. And it was good to hear from Judy and Rachel. Um, and now we for, never will again. Thanks for commenting. Thanks for sharing. effectively killed that I don't know when we'll when we would see Rachel but maybe we could see Judy next time we're in town Rachel if you guys are ever passing please please stop by we we want I mean stay the night stay a week it's okay let's talk (laughs) what what were you saying come uh, visit (laughs) we'll talk as you to quote you (laughs) (laughs) to quote you quoting me yes <laughs> Hit that outro music. Don't you just love it Hit when it. you quote me? Hit it. Uh, Hit I it. it. I am the one that's got it. Hit it. it. Oh, where is that file? Let's see here. Um, and coming soon. Yeah, so we'll be back again next coming. week. There we go. Well, we'll do our favorite books that we read last year. But until then, I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. Still got to work on that timing. You're a little rusty.
Well, if you had started playing it sooner. You know what? This is why you can't get good help, because you criticize the help. Just a little bit of criticism. Time to pick a least favorite movie. All right. If we do not have the same least favorite movie, I'm going to cry foul. Eight and a half. Worst movie. No, no, no. Yes. No. It's weird. It's not worse than Caddyshack. It's not worse than Caddyshack. I would happily sit through Caddyshack over eight and a half. Uh, Yes, one is objectively worse. And yet still more watchable. I I agree. I do not get eight and a half. Who is that? uh, Fellini? Frederico Fellini? I do not understand. Frederico Fellini's film, Eight and a Half, which was on the Sight and Sound top ten. So, I guess it. I guess it's us. I guess the problem is with us. No, it's not. Bunch of very average movies. Um, the Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Oh, that one was cute. Uh, it's got time travel. Police Story Two. Um, or time not traveling, rather. Oh, what was the other one? Police Edge. Story 2 is not average. Edge of Tomorrow. That one's average. P- pr- pretty sadly average. Um, Tenet. Tenet was pretty pretty bad. Who's Harry Crumb might pretty be the bad. worst movie we saw last year. If my... Uh, and yet I'll still choose it over eight and a half. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that cat is gonna kill herself. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Armed and dangerous, also bad, but very fun. So I'm not gonna put that lower. Sleepless in Seattle, fine. It's okay. But my bottom three, I'm gonna say Caddyshack, Tenet, and Who's Harry Crumb. Yikes. The only one we didn't finish is Caddyshack, so I guess uh, I guess I'll pick that as my least oh least favorite. What's uh What's that early Christopher Nolan movie uh, that we watched? Was it like oh. Memory? Or like Following. Following, yeah. Yeah, I logged that one. That's okay, almost. yeah, yeah. It but was... we forgot to mention that earlier. That it's was fine. a good movie. You guys should check that it's, out. It's fine. Well, it's better than Tenet. Poor. I'll just. Go ahead and spoil that for the Christopher Nolan ranking episode. Yeah. 